Yeah. Uh, and so I say to people that like, I'm a Bosnian American who grew up in the US because that's where I spent a lot of my years. Mm-hmm. Um, but and something you mentioned too, is that like your parents didn't really have uh, any African culture at home because they wanted you to fit in. Same with me. Like when we lived in Germany, we, I did not know anything about Bosnia. Like we did not do any Bosnian. We did everything that was culturally appropriate in Germany. Yes. Uh, but, and so I don't know, what do you think about that? Do you think that was the right decision on your parents' part? Or do you think that it uh, wasn't? You know what? Like I wouldn't do it that way. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Chai With Us podcast. This is episode number 45. And you are watching part two of our conversation on growing up as third culture kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't because I think that one of the things, one of the most important things in the world is to know who are you? Where exactly. do you come from? Because yes. there are certain things that you have that you don't even know, mm-hmm. but they come from the culture where yes. you were brought to life, right? Mm-hmm. So you were born in this place and it is the some like I, I grew up for some years not knowing anything about my father. Okay. Like I know my father better now that he passed away than mm-hmm. ever. It's crazy. But you know what? When you lack information about where you're from, who brought you here, like there is kind of a hole inside. Yes. Yes. And agree. what your parents don't know is that they already have that part covered. Even if Mm -hmm. they don't like that part, they are like, okay, so they read the book and they said, I don't like this book, let me create a new chapter. But for us, it's hard to create a new chapter when you don't have like what happened, you know? Mm -hmm. And for me as a person, it was very important to start learning more about the African culture um, and, you know, start to learn more about how, how do people from where I come from, how are like, how they are, how they yes. dress, how they talk and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It seems mm-hmm. very silly because you are who you are, but knowing where you come mm-hmm. from, you don't have to go back. You don't have to be like them. You don't have to do any of that. But mm-hmm. I think it's very important for you to know your culture mm-hmm. and especially, uh, for black people yes. that our culture has been hidden and hidden and hidden and denied. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is freaking important, you yes. know, like it's not fair for a girl to grow up thinking that, you know, your skin is wrong, mm-hmm. that your hair is not right. You know, mm-hmm. three yeah. years ago, I was fighting with my mom, not fighting, but like, because of my hair. And I'm talking about three years ago, you know? And so certain things, I think, I think it's important for you to know where you come from. I agree. Like the good and the bad. Was it, was Angola like in a bad situation? War, you know? Yes, it was. There was a civil Mm -hmm. war and you have no idea how important it was for me. Just understand the fact that my dad went to, to war when he Mm -hmm. was adolescent, you know, Mm -hmm. that explains a lot. Yeah. That just per se, it explains a lot. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, absolutely. I wouldn't do it that way. I understand Mm -hmm. why, 
racism was more extreme. So you wanted to just mm-hmm. hide and blend in and, and pretend mm-hmm. that you, you know, that you belong here. But mm-hmm. s- some people can pass, but mm-hmm. not me. Yeah. I'm black. <laughs> Deniably <laughs> black. So uh, I don't agree with the decision. I understand. Yeah. I don't agree. I agree with everything that you said. I would not do it that way either. I think it's so important to to know more about your own culture, where you grew up, to know your roots, because I really didn't. And now I feel like the last four years, I've been going to Bosnia and spending a month or two months there in the summers. And I feel like I've gotten much closer to my family because of it. And now I feel like I have an understanding, like, why do why do these people think the way that they think, you know, before yes. I just didn't get it. And now I do. Would you have you been back to Angolia since you moved? Not yet. I okay. have, I have probably this year or last year or next year, I am going to go. Definitely. Okay. I already had a fight on it. So people don't want me to go, but okay. uh, it's going to happen. I do have plans of going somewhere else first and I need to get that sorted. But, yeah. but yes, I am definitely going. Mm-hmm. That's great. I think it's important to visit your host country for yourself. It is. You it is. It is. It, I don't care what I'm going to find. Like, I just want to know the truth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just, yes. I, I just want to go there. Like, what's, you know, a lot of people mm-hmm. live there. What's the matter? Yeah. But there's some benefits to being a third culture kid, which are that, like, we're much more open. We, are, we know that there's uh, more than one way of doing things because yeah. we experience that ourselves. We tend to be more cultural, more culturally aware, more sensitive to immigrants and people of other cultures. Mm -hmm. Um, We tend to cope with change much better. Not everyone, but I think a lot of kids do because they know that like things can happen um, and and that change is inevitable. Yeah, I think we're more flexible, you know. Yes, more adaptable. More adaptable for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And I think that like there's this richness of being yes. from everywhere and nowhere. Like, <laughs> uh, we can have a conversation on pretty much anything because exactly you know, we know a little bit of everything. We're not experts, like, uh-huh. but we know a little bit of everything. And, um, and look at us. Like, you are a white woman from Bosnia. Mm-hmm. I'm a black mm-hmm. woman from Angola. Like, yes. we're having a conversation. We have so many things in common and we can always find something in common. Exactly. And, and that's, I think that's the beautiful of being a, a children of, um, of a third culture. Like, seriously. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. And it allows you, you know, developing that third culture, you get to choose what you want. So you get mm-hmm. to take the best of both cultures and pick and choose what my culture will be. And when I raised my kids, I thought a lot about this. It's like, I want them to be able to speak uh, sober Croatian to my to their grandparents so I will teach them how to speak so that they can communicate with their parents in their native tongue it's not a language that you use anywhere else in the world but I think it's important for them to be able to speak (laughs) you know what I mean yeah that is beautiful I speak to my dog in Portuguese I just (laughs) (laughs) well let me ask you this so I always get asked oh go ahead sorry just just to um to clear it up in Angola Angola was a, um, a colony from a Portuguese, okay? From the oh, Portuguese. Yeah. So we speak Portuguese, all right? Oh. We have other dialects that right now, I think they shouldn't be dialects. They should be languages because they yeah. are, you know, from their the <laughs> origin. But that's yeah. another conversation. But we do speak Portuguese and we have a few dialects and I don't speak them 
at all, but we have like some words that we insert into the Portuguese language, mm -hmm. you know, make it like mm -hmm. um, very uh, Angolan, I would say. So let me ask you this. This is a question I always got asked when I was younger and they always would ask, what language do you think in? Eesh, it's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's a freaking mess. Don't ask me. <laughs> I have no idea. Like right now we're speaking in English, so I'm speaking in English. Yes. When yes. I was telling you about the, the words that we insert in the Portuguese vocabulary, I was thinking uh -huh. a little bit of uh, Portuguese and some examples, uh -huh. you know, but right now my mind is in English. Okay. Right? Uh, but it happens throughout the day that I would think something in Spanish and I would think something in Portuguese and I would think something uh, in English. Yes. Know? Just like mm -hmm. a freaking mess. Um, mm -hmm. And you know what's the worst thing? Before, I used to write only in Portuguese. Okay. And if I wanted to write in English, I would intentionally write in English. But right now, I cannot write like a normal person. Okay. You know, I have like three sentences in Portuguese, and then I start writing in English, and then I start like <laughs> Spanish slang. A mess. I know, I know exactly what you mean. So for me, I always say people is like that. I don't think in a language. Like if I look at a tomato, I know in myself that is a tomato. I don't say, oh, it's a tomato in this. It's a tomato in German. It's a tomato in Bosnian. Don't. No, I just, no. <laughs> I just know that it's a tomato and that's the end of the story. <laughs> but yeah, I always need to get asked that question. And um, for the most part, if I'm like talking to myself, I think a lot of times it's in English. But sometimes it's in Bosnian too. But like, because I don't speak Bosnian all the time. Okay. Uh, sometimes it's difficult for, for like to think of the word. Whereas of course in English, I can think of the word immediately because it's my primary language. Okay. That was so yeah. interesting. And, I, and it got me thinking because I look at things. No, I say the thing. Uh, yeah. You, I will, okay. I talk to myself a lot, you know. Okay. If, if, if it is out loud or in my head, I talk to myself. Uh -huh. So I'll be like describing stuff, you know, for example... This is a T. It says, lo único imposible es lo que no intentas. This is what I do in my brain. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. God, I'm not normal. No, you are. <laughs> like, we're all, this, we're, what I love about it is like what you said earlier is that because of globalization, you know, before people only used to move because of civil war, they were yeah. immigrants, or maybe they were children of military parents or missionaries. Mm -hmm. or expats and now because we have such a globalization happening more parents are, are working in different countries and taking their kids along that yeah. this is becoming almost the norm and I think I read somewhere that like we are one-fifth of the world population like of people that are living outside of their parents country yeah if you think about it there's a lot of us right now like yes. it's it's crazy how people are just moving around and, the and more I think I it's going to become it, even more. Yes, it's becoming even more because people mm -hmm. are like, what kind of life do I want to live? And then they just mm -hmm. go to the place where, where this life is possible. Mm -hmm. What about you? Do you see yourself settling down and staying in one place or do you think you'll move around more? <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> I was tired of moving around. Okay. Uh, so I settled in Tenerife and it has been six years. And a little bit more. So it's like, I told you it's that six years. Oh like Do I have the six year pattern? Maybe. I may have a six year pattern. Uh, so, but I'm kind of changing my mind right now. Uh, so I will probably uh, move. Okay. 
But let me say that when I say I will move, it's like we will move, like with my boyfriend, mm-hmm. right? With my family mm-hmm. uh, and Bonnie, my dog. So we will probably move, but okay. we will have our roots mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Okay. So we will have this like as a base, like to come back mm-hmm. if we want to have a little bit of a, you know, European um, situation. Yeah. Um, and, or if things go wrong, like Mm -hmm. this is, this is our, this is our place. This is our Mm -hmm. thing. But yeah, I was tired of moving around and it was, uh, limiting myself. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I got over it now and I'm like, you know, what kind of life do do I want to live? And Mm -hmm. is the life where I can do whatever the F I want. So Mm -hmm. uh, that implies moving and, you know, setting the ground to do, to do better, to be in Mm -hmm. purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, I am a true Gemini. I am a true (laughs) (laughs) children of a third third culture. Yes, for sure. And I love that because we have, like you just said, I'm a white woman from Bosnia, you're a black woman from Africa, and yet we've had the same life story. Yeah. We both left the country of civil war. We both grew up in a place that's not the, the country where our parents were born. And yet we're, we're, we have so much of the same experience. And I think that's yeah. where like you build relationships because now I feel close to you and, and I, fa- I feel this sense of belonging, of like we belong yes. to something. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I learned how to do not attach my sense of belonging to things and places. Yes, I right? agree. I almost fell into this trap, mm-hmm. but like my purpose and my my spark is, is bigger mm-hmm. than this. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with settling, seriously. If that yes. makes me happy, that's totally fine. It's just like when we have our sense of belonging to like a place, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's kind of limiting, I think, yeah. because if something happens to that place, to that thing, to that person, mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, then your floor is a little bit hard to walk. Yes, I agree. Right? Um, so I don't know, but I only have this experience of traveling, of living in mm-hmm. different places. I think it's just what we're used to do. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I... I, I do like having, you know, a ceiling over my head and everything, mm-hmm. but I don't really mind the location. I just mind if I have nature, you know, mm-hmm. close to me and, and if I have like good relationships and, and mm-hmm. that's it. But like the place itself. Mm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. For me, I think uh, I've been thinking a lot about whether I want to move back to Europe because I find that I'm a, it's much closer to my own culture if I have mm-hmm. one. Uh, is European and I think I want to move back to Europe I'm not 100% on the idea yet but just something I've been thinking about yeah I think you should give it a try yes why not yeah I think so and like what's the worst thing that can happen you know I can always move back exactly you can always move back mm-hmm. that is always a like um, you know this is nothing to, nothing to, to do with the topic but you know, in regards to changing jobs and stuff like that. I once heard a person say, I don't know who was it, but he was like, it wasn't Gary Vee, probably because he says stuff like that. So 
And he was like, you can always find a shitty job. Exactly. Yes, you can. Like, seriously, people are so scared. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm scared as well because I, I've achieved a certain, you know, a certain lifestyle that I'm kind of, yes. you know, comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And I like it. You know, I don't want to go, mm-hmm. go back. I don't want to. Change. But you might be able to live a better life than like what you what you can see for yourself right now. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So if we settle here and then, well, you have to follow your heart. That's all I'm going to say. I agree. So let me ask you something. If you had a choice, uh, and with like your children, for example, would yeah. you have gone? Would you want your children to have had the same experience that you had growing up? No. Good and bad. <laughs> no. No, I don't want them to have the same experience. I want to have okay. a more rich experience. In I, what way? If I would have kids, you know, I would say, hey, your mom is African, right? Mm-hmm. She was born in Africa. Hey, I live in Portugal. Hey, mm-hmm. this is what people do, you know? Mm-hmm. And I would, the thing is that I, I lived very isolated. And that's okay. sad. That's just, mm-hmm. in general, it's just very sad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, this was due to the fact that we were in a different cult, um, culture and country, but also due to the fact of the, you know, my family um, issues going on. Okay. So, no, I, I, would, I wouldn't. I don't want my kids to have my experiences. Like if I ever have kids, which I'm not going to have kids, but if I do have kids, like uh-huh. I would not wish them my experience. That's the uh, opposite because for me, I would want them to have the same experience, even though really? it was very hard and very difficult. Yeah. And like you said, sometimes isolating. I, I love the person I am today and I love that I'm so multicultural and I'm mm-hmm. able to connect with people from all cultures and I'm open-minded and adaptable. And yeah. I want my kids to have those same experiences and, and to know that like not to be attached to one culture, one way of doing things, but to know that you can do it in many different ways. Yeah, you know, I'm happy with who I am as well. But I just think that you can do things either exposing people. You Mm -hmm. know, I saw videos on YouTube on like spoiled kids going to different countries and have like cultural shock, you know. Yeah. Uh, You know, I have my my boyfriend who has lived in Spain for since forever, you know, Mm -hmm. until he decided to move to German, um, you know, Greece, uh, India. Mm -hmm. And he didn't, he, he's pretty much like me and he didn't have to go through everything that I, I have been through, you know? Yeah. So what happened to him is that he moved um, uh, a lot of times, like I did, uh, from mm-hmm. house to house, you know, living in the countryside and then living in the city. And he was mm-hmm. very small, um, like several times. And also he was exposed to different people, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, his parents are artists, so uh, they, they, they met different people from different countries. They traveled a lot. And here, mm-hmm. you know, here you have a person who didn't have to go through all that I have been through. And he's, you know, yes. whole and traveled. And I just, you know, in general, I just, uh-huh. you know, you know, that idea that like what, what we have been through made us. Yes. Yeah, that's true. But like, you know, it doesn't have to be this hard. <laughs> if it's not necessary, yeah. right? If you, if you can provide in a different way, if you can educate. Uh-huh. If you can give different experiences, like, why not? You know what I mean? Like, why? why so you would want to raise your child in the same country until they were 18. 
No, I would move around. I would probably do the same. You know what I mean? Okay. I would move. I would just approach it in a dr- different way. Because okay. if I would have kids, I would move for sure. <laughs> you know, okay. I would I would probably do try to do what I'm doing now, which is like living in purpose and then show that show them that, you know, that's okay. the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would do things differently. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't isolate them. I would mm-hmm. try to make them feel proud of who they are. Yes. Because let me tell you, suffering stops when you accept who you are. Because when I'm like, I'm going to use my freaking hair. I don't care what you say. Everybody was like, oh, I love your hair. Oh, you are so beautiful. Like when I started feeling beautiful, when I started feeling like I'm black, I'm beautiful, I'm cool, I'm from Africa, what's up? Everybody just started like, (laughs) you know, and before I was just like a loser. Because you changed your demeanor. You changed your whole persona. I accept who I am. And if I have kids one day, which I'm not going to have, (laughs) <laughs> I would love them to do so. And I, when I work with kids and when I yeah. see like my um, Asian kids or my black kids, mm-hmm. I'm always complimenting them. I'm like, yeah, hair is lovely. I love the braids and everything because yeah. it's different when you embrace where you come from. I agree. Yes. So I would not wish them that what I've been mm-hmm. through. I know what you mean. Thank you for explaining that further. Oh my God, I was very passionate because I really felt, you know what I mean? Because I mean, yeah. it's not necessary, you know, like, uh, let's not make the same mistake, same mistakes. Uh-huh, I agree. Yeah, this has been such a fascinating topic and I think we could talk maybe even more about it. But we also yeah. want to hear from our audience, you know, are you a, are you a third culture ch- child? Um, have you moved around? And what was your experience? Did you fit in? Did you... Did you develop your own culture? How did you get about? Like, what, what, who, who do you identify with today? You know what I mean? Like, like today I say I'm a Bosnian American. Like, that's what I say. You know, I I'm, was born in Bosnia and now I'm living in America. And so I'm a Bosnian American. Yeah. And that's what I say. Listen, <laughs> if you want a part two, just let us know and just specify what you want us to talk about. Because I'm sure that we're going to end this episode on me and I'm going to be like, we should have spoke about this and that. Because <laughs> it's such a rich topic, isn't it? Yes. Yes, but, it is. Yeah. You know, uh, thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. This was so lovely. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, mm-hmm. And by the way, we were drinking tea today as well. <laughs> yes, we were. Especially me. Uh, and what are you drinking, Ivana? Peppermint tea. Okay. I'm drinking this like spicy chai. Oh, okay. Nice. And it says doing anything out of compassion will never be wrong. And that's going to be a great segue into our next week's episode. So tune in. Yeah, next week's episode, since you are already here, you are a very good subscriber. Like, you got to this point. We're going to tell you, and you're going to know what we're going to talk about next week. So we're going to talk about, we're going to be, how was it? We're going to analyze quotes. Mm -hmm. You know, those cheesy quotes we see online? (laughs) We're going to analyze them. Okay. Yes, we are. Sounds good. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye.